Welcome to Tech Talks, the podcast where we delve into the fascinating world of engineering. I'm Andrea Ford, and today we are diving into a unique and enlightening conversation about the crucial role of women in this thrilling field. That's why in today's special episode, we have two extraordinary guests here with me. Firstly, Lorena Freire from Automation Center Barcelona, that she's an expert in technical support for on-prem products with a special focus on HMI, software, and remote connections. And I'm also really glad to present to you Asuncion Pastrana, that is Division Specialist at Automation Center Stuttgart. So, without further ado, welcome Lorena, welcome Asun, next to, uh, thank you to be here today. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, it's great being here. So, as a female engineers, how do you believe we can inspire more women to enter and to excel in similar technical positions? Mm-hmm. I believe it's crucial to make women in engineering a common side, and this podcast is a great op- opportunity for it. Uh, we need to break away from the stereotype that engineering is for nerds. Engineering is for everyone, and it, it knows no gender. And if we look at the future, 80% of the jobs are going to be in science, technology, engineering, and math. So women need to catch on this wave. And there's a world full of opportunities and a lot of different career paths. And it is fun. So we need to inspire the young girls to, to this fun with toys, with stories, with cartoons, you name it. But we also need the policy measures that, that support this normalcy and, and this excitement. You mentioned policy measures. Uh, what do you mean exactly by that? Uh, what I mean is that the government should support with some activities uh, this normalcy and to bring this excitement on technology to children and to young girls. For instance, in Germany, early teenagers go to companies and have like a small internship where during a week they, they work with or they experience the real work life of a person and it would be really interesting if young girls could shadow a female engineer for a week to find out how real life is and how fun this job can be. So from my point of view, we first need to do the exercise to think why it is a problem that there are so few women no, in, in, in technical jobs. Among the main reasons to come to my mind, one is the salary breach between men and women. And the second one is the loss of potential of brilliant minds. So there were the obvious reason why women are not present in, in tech jobs is basically because they do not choose this type of careers. And, and why this happens? My, in my opinion, there are three key factors that mainly influence uh, the behavior of kids. Parents, schools, and TV. And through this, there are two key actions uh, that we can do. We need to provide equal education and give visibility of successful stories. Not everyone has adventurous spirit to try things that were not done before by others. You you said schools, TV, and parents. Can you elaborate a little bit on these three points? Sure. So how can we work on those two actions? Provide an equal education and give uh, this visibility. It has to be through those those three key factors. First of all, it is essential that parents uh, give their children the exact same education regardless of their gender. This is a key point. Girls still grow in homes where her brothers are treated differently. 
where they are encouraged to play with different kind of kind of toys and have different rules, etc. No, and same situation uh, happens at the schools. Notice that teachers, especially in early stages, have a huge influence in our kids. My kid spends nine hours per day in the school and only two or three with me. And then TV is, is, is in many cases, a huge reference in, in our kids. TV shows addressed address to kids must be aligned with this kind of education. Um, and although this is changing a lot, we still see male roles as the leaders, the heroes, the techies, while girl roles <coughs> are left in secondary or non-important job position, or even worse, having the girlfriend's roles uh, of the hero of the movie, you know? And a longer and huge debate is there with the power of the colors and the clothes. They categorize always blue and green with boys, pink and purple with girls. And not only on TV, but even in clothes. It's almost impossible to find a t-shirt in the blue color in a girl's section. Well, in yeah. the first place, there shouldn't be a girl's or a boy section in the clothes, no? I uh, could speak about, about this for hours, but... Uh, uh, society is always trying to, to differentiate us by gender. Yeah, that's true. But have you experienced uh, positive changes regarding the, the um, representation of women in technical roles since you started? So, talking only in my experience, okay, not much. Uh, in my closest surroundings, I'm the only engineer woman in a team of almost 35 men. But there is hope. <laughs> One of the girls in the department has recently moved to a somehow more tech position, and these are great news. Yeah, yeah, I understand you because uh, for all of you that doesn't know, um, Lorena and I work on the same team. So I, it's true that you are the only engineer woman, but we are four girls, so it's it's good. And also in your team, if I'm not wrong, Asun, I think you are half and a half, no? Yes, I consider myself very fortunate <clears throat> to be part of a team where 50% of the members are female. Uh, I know it's it's rare, but it's truly encouraging. And I have seen a positive trend in increasing numbers of female engineers in the last years, and I think that's fantastic news because then the hiring pool is going to be bigger and we are going to have more diversity in our teams. And if I look back at my university days, like we were 13% female representation and I believe this is nowadays around 20% and I hope it's going to get even bigger. So that's, that's great news. Um, but it's also not always easy, right, to work in an environment dominated by a profile, in this case yeah. men. You sometimes notice uh, attitudes or, or some expressions that are not exactly respectful and anyhow I'm optimistic because I see that the younger generations um, do not support this kind of, of behavior but yeah in the future I think we're going to look at it and, and see it as old-fashioned. Yeah I'm optimistic too because just listening to you that it's two perspectives. Firstly, Lorena that maybe is working in a team that it's been growing over 20 years, so maybe it's a little bit old-fashioned in some kind of aspects, but we can see that, that they are also improving and evolving. And in your case, it's clear, a new team, that it's been under construction, and that I can see that 
uh, it's modern, it's it's open, and also the implementation of women in the in the team, it's really optimistic. So I can see a difference. But do you believe that there are significant advantages on working in a diverse team? Yes, I believe that there are many benefits of gender diversity in engineering. Diversity definitely fosters creativity and innovation, uh, leading to a more effective solutions. When you hire a diverse team, you are opening your company to different ways of thinking and different ways of working. Um, but it's not only that. A study by the Peterson Institute found that companies with gender diversity in top leadership roles experience significant increases in their net profits. And this survey also noted that companies that have a higher amount of women in their workforce lead us to higher job satisfaction ratings in their, in their jobs. And furthermore, then you have a higher uh, amount of different profiles in the pool talent and your company is going to reflect better your society. So I'm not, uh, like if we talk specifically about a team, a small team, I'm not uh, so sure that specifically a gender diversity makes an engineering team better in the terms of performance. You know? I think a better performance is achieved by other kinds of diversity, such as different technical experiences, background, different ways of thinking or solving problems. And I do not believe this is something related to a person's gender. Uh, the idea of not losing potential brilliant minds, as I said in, in the beginning, is to have a wider selection when bringing new people to a team. Instead of having to choose among 20 people for my 19 men and one woman, you would have maybe 30 people, 15-15, right? Yeah, I think I agree with you, Lorena, because in my opinion it's not just a matter of gender. I think the diversity in a team is it's also uh, cultural, it's also different ages, it's also different approaches or experiences. I think this 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 kind of diversity is what gives different perspectives on a topic. You have a wider view on an issue or something that needs to be solved or, or whatever. But yeah, 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 uh, it's really interesting <laughs> your opinion on that. But moving on that, let's go a little bit more to a technical perspective, so let's shift on it. And I start with you, Asun. Um, <coughs> in your opinion, what are the most exciting advancements in vision that are positively impacting on industrial automation? I believe the biggest advancements in the field of vision is the artificial intelligence. Since we have this technology, like we are able to solve some applications that earlier were impossible, that we can we couldn't think that this would have a solution. And it's a game changer, it's totally a revolution. And of course, in Omron, we, we are already integrating the solutions to our vision controllers, and we are working to stay up to date with this super fast changing technology. And regarding this super fast <laughs> changing technology, how do you stay updated on the latest trends? Well, apart from seminars and traditional trainings, our colleagues from Japan, every time that they develop a new tool, they prepare some training for us. And then our task as the Automation Technology Center is also to spread this knowledge to the rest of the organization. 
Yeah, now that you mentioned this, I know that in Automation Center here we develop and we conduct a lot of trainings in which you, nor Lorena, normally are teacher on them. Can you please explain? Yeah, sometimes, several occasions. How, how, how do you prepare these kind of trainings or webinars? Yeah, sure. So there's a first uh, phase of mastering the topic and, you know, knowing very well the product or the technology that you want to that you want to pass on. Um, in my case, I, I like uh, to check very well the audience that I'm going to prepare the training for to adapt a little bit the content that I create. Yeah. And could you explain a little bit uh, if you are involved in some project or how your day-to-day -day looks like? Uh, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, in my case, I'm always working with uh, developments of NAHMI uh, because I try always to extend the functionality of the product as much as I can. And lately I've been working in a visualization pro project that is consists of a collection of data uh, produced by our demo machines in, in on-rom labs. And the idea is gathering all this data, process it in the cloud and create a system to be able to visualize from the offices. And you, Asol? Well, as you know, the, the automation <coughs> center in Stuttgart is not running yet. So on my day-to-day -day, uh, activities is to make the demo machines that we will have in the automation center work, um, and also to prepare the vision lab that we are going to have for the proof of concept for our customers once the ATC runs from, from October on. Okay, so to wrap up, could you share a reflection on how you believe we have evolved and maybe what's on the horizon? Mm. So luckily I, I can see some improvements in some of those key factors that I spoke about. You keep parents educating their children in the same way and you can also see how TV shows are lately introducing more wo more women in, in lead roles and strong uh, characters, no? Uh, sadly, not so many advances in the terms of the colors at the club since I was a kid myself. But I believe that progressively there will be an impact. Uh, we cannot be impatient and hope for seeing the results now. So all the changes we make now, we will only see this in 10, 15 years. And the important thing is that we need to keep finding those different behaviors, the different ways we treat our kids, and sometimes are so inherited that we cannot even notice the other. Yes, exactly. And if, if we look at the generation before us, they were even less female in engineering yeah. than nowadays. And in our generation has already increased, and the statistics show that it is going to be even better. I think it is everybody's responsibility to work to an equal society because it benefits us all, and in engineering especially, because diversity is not just equality. It's a strategic advantage that contributes to a more dynamic, innovative, and successful industry. And for those that are already immersed in this journey, it's let's be beacons of normalcy. Let's be living proof of the incredible experiences and the things that we craft every day. And let's be living inspiration that propels the next generation of women to work in this industry. So 
Thank you. Thank you for your insights now and during all the interview. And thank you for being here. It, for me, it has been a pleasure to have you here for this topic. And it's really important to have your voices on this matter. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. us. Yeah. And to our tech listeners, stay tuned for more engaging discussions with our experts in the field of tech and industrial automation. And Remind that you can subscribe to our Spotify channel and YouTube channel called Omron Tech Talks. And that's it. See you next time. This is the Tech Talks signing off. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>